What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And this is Gray Area Anime, the most wonderful podcast of your day. And we are back with another one. I said back with another one. Kirby says, it is dangerous to go alone. So I choose you guys to go on this journey of everything anime, gaming, and everything geekdom in between. We back, I'm back with my boy, Eugene, to introduce a new segment to you guys. And this is New Game Plus. And I'm just going to tell you right now. New Game Plus is basically like a new lease on life for me, right? Um, It's where I'm going to like discuss how games affected me, changed my life, inspired me. um, But also in so many different ways. Um, helped me spiritually, mm. helped me in a way of like guided me and kind of guided me to things or or illuminated things for me. Um, because of whether it's an ability for discernment, like when I think about my wisdom and the fact that I know these things intrinsically, whether it's gaming or whatever, the reason I know them is to help others, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of times, um, people can make these mediums seem separate from God. And that's much like we said, I think, in the 50th episode, um, not the case. The person who created us also created them, which means he also helped create the uh, mediums that all of these things exist on. And my big uh, promotion in that is there is a truth in all the things that you watch. There is some truth. I mean, I I can't do horror and all this other stuff. I'm not playing those games. That's not what I would do. But there is a truth somewhere that is like either misshapen, misformed, whatever the case may be. But there's something there that that can be illuminated. I'm not that person. I know that there's somebody out there. You're probably doing a podcast right now talking about how to (laughs) discern those things. And I am, I promise you, I'm praying and encouraging you because I can't do it. But anyway, so here with this, um, I just want to kind of talk about that from that experience. I don't think there's a, a voice for that here. I think a lot of the times the voices get dampened because there are so many who don't have discernment that like get influenced or get uh, taken up by whatever it is that they're doing, that they're not they're not able to properly do it the way that I know that I can. And that's why I even started this podcast was to be that person is like, you know, I started this podcast in the middle of um, accepting my call to preach and everything else. And kind of trying to illuminate the person that I am, the person I was created to be, the situations that I was placed in, the people that came into my life, the the way I see um, different characters and things of that nature. And because when I accepted that about myself, I entered into the new game plus. <laughs> so I know the game and now I know how to play it. And I got all the abilities of everything I had before. And therefore I'm able to uh, fight the way that I need to fight. So, that being said, because this is a podcast about anime and gaming, for the first time, 
I am going to talk about anime and gaming for the first time in a long time. <laughs> um, because it's one of those things that are near and dear to me. One of the things that I've always done longer than rapping, the only thing I've done longer than rapping is watch anime and play video games and what they kind of mean to me and how they kind of illuminate the person I am. Uh, and to do that, we're going to talk about first our favorite games and then we're going to talk about our favorite animes and then we're going to talk about what that means and why that's important for uh, you, the listener who could be my age, the listener who might be younger and just all the listeners in between. So first off, uh, what is your favorite game? Okay, favorite game, standalone or favorite game series? Ooh, let's go series. Cool. Final Fantasy is the favorite series. Okay. But my favorite game, it still counts, is Kingdom Hearts. So the oh, yeah, that 100% counts. Is the merging of all things nostalgia, right? Yeah. So then the mind etched a way to experience the visuals, the yeah. art, the craft. Mm-hmm. But the concept of what the Final Fantasy series does for me mm. is more about how my brain responds to my life. Mm. Is that I see these caricatures as a way to etch my angst or worry or desire into mm. that mode. And it allows me to play out something where I can experience the life. So New Game Plus being something that you can receive and go achieve the next day. Well, before I even had any ways to look at those kind of concepts, mm. I put all my hurt into the PlayStation. Mm. And Final Fantasy X is my favorite out of all the Final Fantasies. That's great. Because it allowed me to kind of be lost in a universe, mm-hmm. but relate to created characters. So, you know what's funny about that, especially that one for you, is it's thinking about the fact that spiritually, they go and they fight sin. Yes, sir, brother. Not only do they fight sin in that game, the main character <laughs> is a dream. <laughs> <laughs> like Titus is a dream and that spoiler alert Titus, it, Titus. Titus my bad I did the Titus thing my bad <laughs> Blitzball best game like I need them to add that to something it was so just hard. bring it back it best so thing hard. in the world like I was like I was the king of that game oh, like man. the dog um, and I would just have uh, doing was, was, had a pronunciation for, for T Titus Titus Again, because I almost almost did it again. But Titus, like, dog, I used to, like, I was messy with him. Mm. Like, Mm. had him everywhere. Like, the other people, like, they would level up, and I had him leveled up. But, dog, I'm scoring seven. That's impressive. Eight goals with him, bro, because I was just so into that game. I felt like the Besaid Aurux the whole time. I couldn't figure it out. Oh, dog. Listen, they stood no (laughs) chance. Um, and then the other thing that was the, that's the first uh Final Fantasy I got close to beating, and the first one that I was like really deep on uh completionist completionist stuff. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of the um the summons or Monster whatever. Arena, yeah. Oh, listen, but anyway, that <laughs> so I get it. So that's your favorite series, and then your favorite game is 10. So my favorite series, I'm gonna cheat. Because here's how I'm going to cheat. I kind of cheated. I said Kingdom Hearts, too. Uh, well, I'm going to cheat even further, which is just to say um, Square Enix, period. It just doesn't, need, doesn't yeah, even matter. Son, I agree doesn't with you. Need, don't even matter what they do. Yeah. And the reason being, so, like, if you think about uh, Super Mario RPG. Yes. Which is Square Enix and Nintendo, which they're using Mario, which is a precursor in the same way to, to Kingdom Hearts. And so, 
the Final Fantasy series in and of itself was one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, my favorite other series, technically not my favorite game because we're going to talk about that in a second, is 8. 8 was my favorite um, because I just like Squall. I liked I love the, the space school opera. aspect the of romantic it. romantic opera. Um, and just the storytelling. Yes. Because even I forgot that... Um, Cypher. Not Cypher, but the the witch whose name I can't think of. Ultimation. Renoa. Not Renoa, but the one you initially think that you're going after. The uh, uh, president or... Is it president or principal Sid's wife? Is that Ultimation? I think so. I just well, can't remember. She has like a name. Wasn't there like this daughter who grew up to be? Wasn't it Laguna's daughter that grew up to be Ultimation? No. Laguna's technical son is, is Squall. Okay. Uh, but I can't. I don't know why I can. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the, the boss that you think is the boss is not the boss. Okay. And that was like amazing to me. It was also the first Final Fantasy that I got to the second disc of. Mm. Um, but that's not my favorite. But, the, but what inspired, and I'll take your mold. So, what also inspired me from there was these cool characters who, against all odds, were choosing to do good and do right by people. They always have those characters, no matter what um, types of characters were in your party. It, it always felt like uh, the disciples in a way to me. Like, because it's a hodgepodge of people. And it's, like, not the best people, quote-unquote. Or not the people that, they're not perfect people. None of them are. And they all deal with their emotions and, and everything else. So, but speaking of, uh, I'll get to my favorite game. So, my favorite game series is, is Square Enix Anything. Like, I'm I'm on, I'm about to get back on Octopath Traveler 2 for the Switch at some point. Because I just love the stories. And it's the first time that they're, like, all like eight different characters with eight different stories and it's just like overload oh before i get off of this i, I gotta remember uh final fantasy tactics is another one else my favorite because i love um the chess aspect of okay. games and so they did that well too like they don't really miss very often there's a couple like one-offs that's probably done by like a company that i don't necessarily agree with or whatever the case may be because there's no depth to the game but neither here nor there so my favorite game in the RPG realm, because that's what we're talking about, because that's our big thing is RPGs, is um, a game that's getting remade that's going to come out two days before my birthday on November 2nd, which is uh, Star Ocean uh, Second Story R. That game is my favorite RPG because it's real time. So, yeah, you level up and everything else. But like the so night is night. Um, well, uh, not not re- well, real time strategy. So in terms of like the battle is not turn based. Okay. So when they go in, like you're actually action. A- action. Like you got combos, you can change your little moves and everything. It's like Final um, Fantasy twelve. Uh, fifteen. Twelve did the same thing. Twelve eh, was a little more like mixed hybrid. Twelve was like Xenoblade. Okay. Like whereas fifteen is more like it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's I like haven't played seventeen, uh, but seventeen supposed to be the best. Sixteen. Seventeen. The new one, the one 16, that's been out. 16, because 15 is the one that came out last. 15 was the one that was in the midst of the online, online 16. No, that's 14. Just talking about 16, 17. Mm-mm. Okay. I promise you, I'm going to show, show, show you after. Trust, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Because, um, look, I, I'm also upset that I don't have a PS5 yet. But, you know, we talked about that. We talked about, like, when we upgrade, it's going to happen. Yes. Um. So, yeah, so Star Ocean was this great, like, it's a space epic Another space epic, which is funny. But I owned this one before Final Fantasy VIII. 
Um, and it's just really cool. They're using space and time. Like there's uh, character systems. There's cooking. Nice. So for me, like at that time when yeah. I'm like watching Emerald Lagasse and Food Network and all this stuff, Bam. like you, hey, come on, <laughs> son. Okay, but that made me feel like seen because I liked the. I like the um, sim, quote unquote, style of being able to like do different things in this world. So it wasn't just about like, hey, I'm fighting this bad person or whatever. And A to B, I just turn based stuff like there's other things that I can do. So it allows me to um, engage with the NPCs. It's like a Tamagotchi. (laughs) Behind you. Yeah. Um, what I did right now is I pointed in studio I had my uh, Tamagotchi that I got in 2007 which is still in there I had a little carrying case for them and everything Um, but anyway um, I like that because it was so cool to like do the arenas or do the cooking you had characters that you can only get like you can only if you pick one character you lose an opportunity to get another character in your team because it was like four people uh, per time multi Playbacks, yeah, to get everything. So new oh, game plus, yeah. it's like again. Yes. So like that was my first, and what crushed my heart about it. And why I'm so glad this remake is coming out because it'll be the first time that I actually get to complete the game because the game was two disc. It cost I think twenty or forty dollars. I can't really remember because at this point, like, it's hard to figure out those things. My grandmother gave me the money. I went to Walmart uh, back home, and I go and I get the game, and dog, I'm playing it, playing it. It like leveling up. I'm it's crazy how much I love this game and love the different stories. And I get ready to go to the second disc, don't know how it happened, but it was broken. And this is in the day where I'm not my grandma ain't gonna give me no more money to go back and buy this game. So it's an incomplete game, yeah, at the time. So this is gonna be a new experience for me, and I'm gonna get to go through with like whatever a lot of different stuff. There's another game that I play that I really, really like, uh, Persona 5. The only thing I don't particularly that I always like will warn people about with the Persona series is they they deal with teenage angst, but they deal with it in like a visual way that will seem like they're not dealing with it. And I'm just going to trigger warning for like whoever, like it can be real extreme. Mm. And Persona 5, what's funny about it being my favorite is, like, it's, they are pulling and taking from everything. So, there's, they use the characters in and of themselves that are involved in the game uh, and the NPCs are all on the, uh, the, the tarot names or whatever that stuff is. I don't know it, so I don't, outside of the, the game itself. Um, but at the end of the game... They're also they also have been the whole fight that they've been fighting is against the Holy Grail. I'll explain it. It's just, it's just but they're talking about desires and 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 why I like the game or whatever. It's like it's just it's just dope in terms of the story at least. Like all the other little stuff that I'm like, eh, that's not my that ain't my cup of tea. That ain't what I. Uh, this probably leads into the topic of what we're talking about, the idea of the game and all of the content. Yeah. It could be misleading if you don't have a ground yeah. on what you're observing. Oh, what was the first game that, was it Final Fantasy X that like opened your understanding of that discernment? <laughs> no. Or? It was Grand Theft Auto, and I knew it was bad, but it was fun. 
Wait, what? really? Okay, so what? Okay, so 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 take me through because you still played it. So how were you able to? I didn't. You I've, didn't. I've evolved from my understandings, right? But Grand Theft Auto Three, and then uh-huh. and then you know Vice City, Vice mm-hmm. City, and then San Andreas. Knowing that I found joy in like beating people up mm-hmm. and getting away with things mm-hmm. and running from the cops, there was an active, I guess you could call it rebellion in church speak, that was <laughs> like intriguing. Speak. But the idea was it was also nobody's getting hurt. But let me tell you this: so my first accident mm-hmm. in a car mm-hmm. was because I thought I was like, oh, this is like Grand Theft Auto. I'm gonna bump into a bumper and then speed through it and it's just gonna turn. It didn't happen. I was at Costco and hit the bumper and tried to get it off my car by accelerating through it. It didn't work. So there's certain things that my brain principled into the category of real. Mm-hmm. And this is why it is amazing, right? It's conditionable based upon what you believe. What okay, so technically that's not the question I'm asking. So I'm asking more so like, so for me, Final Fantasy X could be one of those games for me because the story-wise, I immediately took the story and mentally fleshing it through my discernment. I know that I'm always fighting sin. I know that I'm always fighting against it, and that was my encouragement in playing this game. Like So all the other stuff that like might go on in it, that was my encouragement. And it might not have been like the first game because I'm pretty sure like before then, like there was just this sense of being a hero, even if you're not the main character. And by being a hero, I mean, being good to people, like being good to those around you. Like positive um, discernment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not like because the thing about it that you have to because you got to understand the negative, but you also have to understand like. These games still shape me in a way that has made me a better spiritual man because of the things that I was able to filter out. Well, thematically, the common part of it is good is evil, good versus evil. Right. So if if the idea... You just made that so simple for my brain. Go ahead. So if if something like I used to play Dragon Quest, if you've never heard of it... Uh, I have 11. Oh, see. So you do know. And there's great depth in these stories. One of my favorite all-time games that I didn't pick as my all-time favorite is Mass mm-hmm. Effect. So the paradigms. You could be good. You could be evil. You could be in between. Something like Fable. Also one I of my favorites. That's, that's enough, that's I, I would always try to like live up to the light. And then I never really wanted to be the dark because there was no fun. There was no joy in being evil. Right. So that might be the first one where I could say, okay, I know there's a choice. And I said no to even trying to do the bad way. But the idea of like these games as Mm -hmm. concepts and the depth of what me and you find out of them, Mm. there's little details in in just certain things that you can point out. Like, for instance, in Mass Effect, when you have the choice of, you know, talking your way into like scamming somebody or doing the good deed. There was actual joy found in pressing a button saying, okay, I'll do the hard stuff. I'll do it just because it's good rather than, you know, I don't want to spend an extra hour and going to do something the long way. No, I was like, I found no guilt in doing the extra hour. But the random connection between that is that there's a certain thing that we do to help other people as Christians that could have been 
deeply rooted in us even before we were acknowledging it. Right. Is that like when somebody, you know, does something for you, you appreciate it. Well, right. what if we're getting that same feedback when we're doing it for somebody who's made up in a video game? And it's developing in us that habit, that ability right. to say, okay, I'm going to take this mission. I'm going to go and collect your cat from the tree and I'm going to bring him back to you and it won't be harmed for whatever I'm getting. For oh, I, I love how you did this side quest of like the side quest that we know we don't like sometimes, which is like, ma'am, I, why am I going to find your cat? Like, why did you lose your cat? <laughs> This town is all of three houses. Yeah. Like in terms of what the, the game was capable of. But like what's funny about that is so I think about that in terms of like something. So when we're talking about Grand Theft Auto, right? So San Andreas, uh Vice City, I forget who I got that from, but San Andreas was the first game that I pre ordered at GameStop. I was sixteen. Mm. So I was not old enough to even have this game. But they didn't ask no questions. When I came in there and pre ordered, got it, had the book, everything, right? The Grove. So I remember playing the game And you know what it illuminated for me Is I didn't think those things The one that got me And it wasn't even a game It was a movie And we'll we'll, we'll probably talk about that one day And it was uh, Fast and the Furious Like First one right? Uh, no it was mm, Tokyo or Tyrese? It's probably four Okay It's probably four I feel like it was four Because that got my car in 2000 Whichever one I have to look Whatever came out in 2010 Definitely after Bow Wow. We don't even talk about Bow Wow. The only thing good that came out of that movie is Han and shout out to my dog. I'm glad they brought him back yeah. instead of... Anyway, what a... Man. But um, the positive effect of what I, of how I looked at that game was the cinematics of the story. Like, they literally took... Um, like, Boys in the Hood or Minister Society. And there's the, the funny, like radio stations and stuff that like is known for Grand Theft Auto that like you know it is what it is but the cinematics of it the rich the riches CJ you know from the Grove to Hollywood from the Grove to Hollywood um the fact that when you talk deserts. about um people betraying you yeah like you like really like when you when you get to that point and you done did all this stuff and then your boy your dog like, and you got to go and do this stuff like that. Those kind of aspects are like the glowing aspects of, of the good I would take because I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing all that stuff. Like, you know, but I already had some other stuff outside of that before I came in. Like I had a, a solid uh, want for real relationship. Mm-hmm. So since I was in elementary school, I wanted to get married and grow old with somebody. Literally. It was the desire. It was what I wanted. Um. And because of that, like even the stuff that you that you get taught hormonally in your group of 13 year old boys who don't know anything and are going to lie through their teeth about everything because whatever, like we're testosterone in each other because it's just been introduced into our body and we don't know what to do with it. Um, but like I always wanted that. So like even the little stuff that would like happen, I'm not affected by it in in that sense. We'll we'll talk about that at some point. I'll, I'll tell you how it works because it's it's a funny thing and something that I like think that I can help somebody jump over an obstacle for right. Um, but those were the good parts about the game that I'm looking at this cinematic. I'm looking at these actors. The fact that it was like one of the first games that I'm recognizing all of these voice actors. In fact, like Samuel L. Jackson is a voice actor on this game. Mm-hmm. Bun B 
is in this game, I believe. I think Ice Cube was in that game. I can't remember. It, it was a whole bunch of people from the West. Snoop was in that game, I think. And, um, you know, you're thinking about this. You're seeing the world. You're seeing how they, like, created it. Like, these things excited me about, like, the just the dynamics of it. And it inspired me in a way of feeling like, dog, this thing that I like, even these people that you consider thugs, gangsters, everybody else that, that they wouldn't necessarily consider me a thug or whatever, like, are involved in it. So what was the message of the movie? The, um, the media. The the whole, I guess, motivation that you could see they were using these characters from our... So a lot of times day. the motivation is always you can reach your dreams and you don't have to continue doing the things that you're doing. Because if you think about every character, like no matter what it was they were doing, right? And they would do all these bad stuff. But every one of the characters, like we say all the time, inherently wanted to be good. Mm. Like, it wasn't just about the money. Especially when you talk about Grand Theft Auto 4 with Nico. Like, Nico is an immigrant wanting to just, you know, like, make it. And, like, it's tragic what ends up happening to him, you know, towards the end or whatever. But that's more a product of you can't be involved with a certain lifestyle and not. uh, And that was also a positive thing to me. It's just kind of learning, like. You can't be involved with a certain lifestyle without certain consequences. You just cannot. No, there's no way to do that. Um, but aspiring for your dreams, aspiring to go out here and really kind of change your environment. Um, you know, as you grow older and you grew out of Grove and you get to the other houses and things of that nature, the fact that you can't elevate. Um, so how's, how does this yeah. relate for both of us to Final Fantasy? How does these yeah. kind of games themed it's it's an action rpg so to speak so it allows you to experience right mm-hmm. so the experiential part is probably what we get a kick out of because you can do everything go lift weights in san andreas so yeah. when we start to condition our mind to take care of something it's allowing us to to make that part of our brain active and because we're seeking to fulfill something this might sound a little over the top, but it's not not relative. Is that the idea of what we're looking through the Christ lens for and mm-hmm. speaking of these things mm-hmm. is to help other people who may not be where we're at yet yeah. be able to look at a game and realize what it does to fulfill them so that they don't try to seek to supplant the Lord. Because my goal is to get everybody who hears my voice to Christ. So whatever that does for them, mm. it's not meant to manipulate. It's meant for them to methodically understand that this is all about manipulation. So if you can look at it and understand you're not going to be manipulated, then you can start to see the matrix, quote unquote, and participate. So the goal for me and you is we're retroactively able to look at our history as playing these games mm. and say the message was not lost upon us. Right. So, so that the method is what we're trying to help improve. So to answer your question, because think about Final Fantasy. So the thing with their characters, right? Majority of the games, you're always fighting against whatever their world's version of a god or godlike person is. Mm. And I never thought about it in a way of like my discernment is like, I'm not fighting God. I'm fighting who's fighting against. 
Like, because that's what those, a lot of times they embody. They are man-made things, man-made creations. Like, even these, you know, they're an idol that's going to get taken down. Like, it doesn't matter how high up the ladder you climb or how strong you are. Like, you're not going to win to the overwhelming positivity of people. Like, when I think about all the stuff that we got going on in America, whatever it is, you're not, like, at the end of the day, I know it looks crazy. It looks bad a lot of the time. But it's not going to prevail over, like, the positivity of people coming together in community, especially Mm -hmm. not in regards to us. Mm -hmm. It's just not. You know, um, and that's what the games gave me a lot of is because, Every time I would look at it, it would kind of illuminate something for me. Like, I, I will move to the animes now in terms of uh, my favorite anime. Mm, godly. Of all time, I probably always say, I just love Bleach. But the reason I love Bleach is because that's how I envision spiritual warfare. Like, I envision myself fighting against, like, those that are hollow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like... I I just see that kind of thing, and um, so oh man, I lost. See y'all, I'm old, so sometimes I lose my train of thought in the middle of what I was saying because I had a good point. But when I'm thinking about oh, that's what it was. When I'm thinking about anime, so a lot of times, um, that's my favorite, and then we'll get to your favorite when I make this point. Of there's so much hurt sometimes in anime. And a lot of that comes from World War II in terms of things that are like happened. So in a lot of animes where they talk about anything, quote unquote, spiritual mm-hmm. by the standard of this anime or whatever, uh, it's normally under the guise of a Catholic viewpoint of that. Uh, there's an uh, anime, uh, Devil Man Crybaby, right? And so, in this anime, there's a guy who is like, uh, he's this devil-like creature, or whatever, right? And you know, he's fighting against. They always have a lot of things where they're they're fighting against these angels who are basically the devil in terms of like, in in terms of their vanity, in terms of how they feel about humanity and everything else, but how they're presented. It's like, well, this is how the angels have thought all along. And actually, it's the devils that care about people. And it's like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just not true. Um, but whenever I would watch it, it just illuminated certain things for me or certain thought processes. Uh, what I talked to you about off air about the bigger love that I felt, I got that from watching anime. Like, that made me, like, think about that question of if you could just poof some out of existence but you didn't that shows this and I was able to filter that through because I'm like all of this fighting no matter how we uh, juxtapose it in each of these different things especially like with the storylines that they do um, the authenticity of it comes from a place of hurt and I was able to see that hurt and I'm able to see that hurt because I'm like well I, I probably wouldn't like you know, y'all either if like you just did this to my homeland and now you coming and telling me this that's contradictory, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm reading this like, you you definitely didn't, you know what I'm saying, approach me with love. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still ramifications of that. Like, here. Like, in our water levels, fam. Like, you know, all these different things. And it's like, when I was able to see that, it gave my heart posture something for the the people. 
and being able to say something for them. So a lot of times when I watch stuff, that's why I give the different disclaimers that I give or I like break something down or, you know, I diso- uh, separate myself in a certain way of like, but that's not, that ain't truth. I see where the story is going and I'm going to stay with this character because this character, I like that. I like what we got going on. But the perpetuation of falsehood and, and lies is like, that's what this is. And like, you know, it's the same thing as um, the best illusion in the world is watching an action movie, right? The reason I say that is because an action movie is only but a fraction different from a horror movie. And the reason that is, is because we'll watch an action movie. You start the action movie, a little old lady gets kidnapped. Little sweet old lady by a man. um, uh, And and she's the mother of a man who's trying to change his life, who just got, you know, reformed. He got out of the army or whatever, whatever happened. And now he's about to do everything under the sun to get this lady back. And we going to ride along with him. He about to kill and murder and everything else in crazy ways. And we riding along with him because it's slightly misshapen because we're riding along for the, you know, the ride of like, and, and never once are we like, this, though, this is a serial killer. Like, because at the end of the movie, talking John Wick could be, I mean, like that's one of them. Cause like by the, well, at least not, well, at the end of the movie, you know, like there's like the cops ain't coming. Like, he just go home and start living life, making pizza. He got a new puppy. You know what I'm saying? So, I I, I, I diverged a bit, but that's, like, my anime lens. Like, and Bleach was one of my things that kind of, like, gave me that. Especially Shonen protagonists in the fact that they're always people who want to strive to be the best. They want to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to protect people. They want to protect their friends. And, like, each and every one of you that listens, I want to protect you. I want to protect like your dreams and the things that you are going after and focus that in a way that doesn't make you feel like you don't exist because I know how that feels. I know playing a game and and getting criticized in a way that made me feel like I'm like the scum of the earth and I've done something wrong because, but I'm not being shaped. I'm being encouraged by the like we say, the, the the good and evil fight, and I don't feel like I'm gonna lose because they don't, mm. and they at least they don't lose in this way. Final Fantasy VII, the prime example. Spoilers coming if you have not played Final Fantasy VII, but the game don't stop when Aerith dies. Nah, that just starts to get good. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and that's a life thing. Like, you gonna lose sometimes, but ultimately you are gonna win. And so that's like, you know, in anime, that, that's one of my big things. So what is your favorite anime? Sorry for taking up all the time. Y'all, y'all know I love this. Uh. So anime, bro. I've been waiting this whole time to tell you it's anime. 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 A-I-U-A-O. Anime. So uh, I know you said it like 89 times, but it's okay. So in the future, uh. just let you know. Anime. So my favorite anime. Has Does it say quicker? Anime. 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 There you go. Okay. So the idea is I want to say as many things as I can about my favorites. So Dragon Ball Z is going to be one of those because it was my Mm -hmm. first exposure. Mm -hmm. But my actual favorite, I was thinking about this, like my actual favorite I'll watch again and again Mm -hmm. is Hajime no Ippo. 
The story of Ippo Makanuchi. It is a Dog. boxing rise to glory, and it's the idea of it's a one of the character. longest running mangas of all time. Uh, like, go go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead. So, so the whole thing was my initial exposure to it was just I was fascinated because I just come from watching Baki the Grappler and just looking mm. into like different fight stuff. And Baki is intense. It's crazy. That's intense. I can't call it my favorite, but it used to be one of my favorites because my fight style is modeled after Baki. Okay. But a lot of what I learned from Hajime Naipo is more about the mentality, perseverance. Mm. The kid was a kid who had natural gifts, but he never realized it. But he started to train because of like many different reasons. But he started to realize that this is fun and I want to get good at something, so I'm going to keep trying. So the epitome of it is he started to get really good. And so the idea was add skills and start chiseling these things and the ethic that works with the team around you. He was great because of who was around him was great. And that's the evolution of like the whole series. Now, I didn't, it didn't finish well. It's not the same as it was in the beginning. It wasn't that great. Yeah. But I learned a lot of cool Things about it, like the catching of the leads, mm-hmm. how to learn a jab. Mm-hmm. I took that for real, and it made conceptual sense to me. So I learned some of my like boxing acumen from applying Hajime no Ippo stuff. You know what's crazy about it? And another good thing that I love about this series is he was bullied, but never did he retaliate retaliate in a way that wasn't in the ring Mm-mm. even when he wanted to mm-hmm. like mad because you know people have messed with his girl or messed with somebody he cares about or or, or beat up a like basically the, he wasn't rocky ever that was like, nakamura nakamura was that guy. um that in was, terms of mentor. but in terms of what i mean by rocky just to explain to y'all so i mean like so when apollo was getting like Ebo would never Ever let somebody down like that? Like, no, nah, I'm in here. Like, no, 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 stop when, the fight. We when, done. When he got Drago, yeah, okay. he's like, stop the fight. Yeah. Stop. Like, his morals too strong. Okay. Like, now we gotta fight. Mm. Like, stop. You gonna live? You'll heal. You'll fight again. But that's the kind of person he is, and that's the kind of thing when you think about like, like when you fight for somebody, there's a right way to fight for somebody. And that, like, that was one of the animes that was like pivotal for me when I first started watching that because like I anime was first because I didn't really get uh my bad it's a country thing it's a, it's a, it's a pronunciation of my southernness but I also understand I, you, it's the same way I'll probably tell you like if somebody was like New Orleans I'm like New Orleans that's what I mean. you can say that but I'll be like New Orleans North Carolina or uh don't ever say Arkansas like I will fight <laughs> it's Arkansas. Like I've said it so many times. Like and don't take offense, but I love saying Arkansas. It's like it's not the thing. But but see what I'm saying? But I that's do. the same I do. thing. I do. So it's more of a I know in my brain, like I'm trying to especially I try to be better, especially like there are words that I intrinsically say a certain way because I've heard them so much. Yeah. Uh golly, I can't think of how to say my how my name is all of a sudden. Watashiwa? Bokuwa? No. Um, oh, God. 
I'll think about it later. Sorry, y'all. Don't want to drag this down. I want to get back to this goodness because this is a good episode for me. Mm. Um, but Epo, in another sense, like those are the things that I started to like pick up from all the animes that I watch. Um, like, how do you, or the biggest key I got, or how I would think about it, walking in purpose is never easy. And because it's never easy, you have to acquire new skills. Mm. And when you acquire new skills, that means that you have new enemies. And with new enemies, like, you got to acquire another skill. You got to keep fighting. Like, you might lose a battle, but you will never lose the war. You know, um, one of the scriptures that I always, like, very much implore to people is when they say no weapon formed. Doesn't mean it won't be formed. It means that it's 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 formed. Uh-huh. It also doesn't mean that it's not gonna cut you. It just means it's not gonna prosper. Like prosper means it'll never victoriously overcome you. Exactly. And that was like the thought of like seeing the the way a shonen protagonist stereotype is is always that mm. you gonna get knocked out. You gonna lose, quote unquote. Goku. But their DNA, it's in the DNA that the stronger the fight, the closer they come to death, whatever the case may be, they are coming back stronger, period. Period. Like, you can't beat me again because you, you, you can't fight that past me no more. You know, right. I'm not, I'm not Christ, there. Christ was the lamb. He's so back as the lion. Um, so that, that just kind of like, that's what encourages me why I always enjoy this medium. Why I always enjoy watching the shows that I watch and why I dive so deep into all of these things and why I encourage people, why I kind of give you um, the map to kind of maneuver through all of these things. Because in the same way that you're talking from when you were playing Grand Theft Auto 3, it's a very slippery slope. And I'm not one of them people who like games influence you this way. But I am a person who says games can influence. I'm not saying it's a widespread thing and it's the bane of America's existence and it's why America is turning bad. It's a, it's and a principle of awareness. Yeah. And the ability to discern is also the comfort you can receive yeah. from who you trust to guide you. So everything that we talked about, I yeah. want this to make what you made it make sense to me. Is mm-hmm. that anime and manga and video games themselves are not anything but tools. Yep. And the way you perceive a tool can be how it's used. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to not judge it or say that puts you on the outskirts of society because you involve yourselves in it. Right. Matter of fact, now video games make you a lot of money if you're good at it. So the goal now is to take the stigma that me and you probably grew up with as uh, we're geeks. I love it. I'm fine. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. Fine, dude. Whatever. Because there's a <laughs> mental appeal that I gravitate towards these these adventures, these excursions mm-hmm. in my mind. When I can go into a platform, play a game, and live through the lens of what I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. So that the idea is it's thoughts and it's thought nurturing. So when we're able to say, okay, some of these thoughts are garbage. Please don't imbibe them and keep them as your own. Yeah. But don't necessitate it to avoidance because now I'm not going to not play a game because there might be something in there that isn't good. Well, what is good? So ultimately speaking, if we're here to tell your listeners yeah. that, hey, there's value in games. Absolutely. There's value in reading a book, but I'm not going to go tell you to read Harry Potter. 
So it's really up to who believes and what we believe. But in. there's value in you going and talking about it. And like, so while you might not say this to somebody, like if I said, like, so if you have, I know a lot of people, we play the Hogwarts Legacy every now and again. I'd rather but, go play Narnia, but okay. But no, and I get why. <laughs> and I get, but the thing about it in terms of what I'm, the don't piece look, or. Look for you. I, I was also um, one of the Potterheads, so don't not. Say oh, no, 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 I know. But the, the, the discernment aspect of it that I kind of want to give people, you are going to go places. You're not separate. And you're going to go places and you're going to illuminate. And because you're different, because you are doing things in a way that's not the same script, you're going to inspire people. You're going to encourage people because you're not there to judge them. Mm. You're not there to, um, to shame somebody. Amen. You're not trying to um, condemn somebody. You're there to like encourage them, and you can change these atmospheres. Like I think about all the time when people talk about uh, Call of Duty uh, voice chat lobbies and how toxic they can be. There's somebody who's trying to be different, and I'm telling you right now, keep doing it. That I'm saying there's somebody that's like just encouraging people and being nice to people. And they're like, yeah, get out of here, keep doing you it. You are acknowledged, like. We see what it is that you're doing. And I think that that's what I've always wanted to do with this podcast and why I always, you know, mention my spirituality and things of that nature is because to create that space, to create you that representation of letting you know that, yeah, I watch this stuff too, but I don't allow it to uh, be at the head of my life. I don't allow it to um, change how I see people or what I want to do for people. Nor should it deter your faith. Um, it shouldn't be something that, that you have to supplant or replace. It can be included. And I encourage you because that's, you know, a lot of times fear is the um, is the reason people speak against whatever it is. Ignorance as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's fear. Like fear is ignorance in that sense. Like, because if you don't, like, the more you know about it, like, when you are a kid and you're scared of monsters under the bed, but the more you know that it's just, just thank you socks and everything else and that, you know, like, it's not those things. And that when you're fighting spiritual warfare that you as a kid are more than equipped, like that stuff you watch, like, you got all that. You got all that. Because there is a different thing for you to, to do that. is fantastic. Oh. Check that one out. Okay. That's the Bible anime. It's lit. It's up. It's up. Um, But yeah, so that's why I wanted to do this podcast or do this episode. And we're going to do more new game pluses because I want to like deep dive into other stuff that we watch. Like if we're talking about something that we're watching or doing whatever. But I want to these. This is the place where because I got you um, as, you know, my partner in, in, in this and in doing something that will illuminate those things that I want to illuminate for people because you you exist. You don't have to change. You don't have to um, drop your faith because you're playing this game because somebody told you that you are this. Like, no, you don't. Like, you can be the voice. You can be the light. You can be the salt that seasons this place that needs a little seasoning, you know? Yeah, think of it like you're acquiring skills to add to your level ups. Yeah. And as we start with an HP bar that might be tame, and we're going through these things and these concepts are being nabbed at us and we start to mm. get to 
Well, it doesn't mean that the next day we're not going to be able to start fresh. Yeah. So the whole point of, I guess, enduring the struggles of being the people who like this stuff mm. is also the joy. Is that the more of us? That <laughs> I know what uh, I'm going to use as the thumbnail. I'm going to use the uh, the Titus laughing, Hi. the la- the the, 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 really the most the cringe. The ha- <laughs> 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 Dog, that's what I'm using as the thumbnail. Man. I love it. But um, yeah, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you. We're doing this with me. Uh, here's to many more. Y'all hear a lot more from Eugene. Um, just because like this is ultimately why I do the podcast. Like a lot of times it don't sound like that. It probably <laughs> didn't come out that way to y'all, but um I do it for the people like me. I do it for the people that's not like me. I do it for all of y'all. They just be encouraged by the positivity of the medium that you're choosing to enjoy Amen. and understand that it's not your total life. You're a person that's like enhanced by this. You're enhanced by this in the same way that those characters are enhanced by changing their equipment and using those tools and everything else. Um, and we do want to plug that we do want you to share our faith and we want oh, yeah. you to go to Christ and realize that that's everything and that will set you for up and away, which means forever. Right. Uh, so definitely for those that, that this is the the ride that you're on, if you're not on that ride, like, hey, I'm, this door open. I ain't judging you for where you are. I'm telling you the door is open. I'm saying um, there are things here for you, too. And you don't have to be separate because you enjoy something that people have told you is this. Like, because everything in some way, shape, form, or fashion was created by the Lord. And therefore, the only time that it's deformed or in a different state is by the choices of people that you do not have to be like. So just, you know, you know, like I said, I ain't going to. Like I'm not gonna soak y'all down with a sermon because I'm not. I want you to to listen to me. You can come see me for a sermon, <laughs> but uh, on here I want you to have the same kind of fun and fellowship that we have with these mediums. Uh, all the socials are down in the description. Uh, you have anything you want to promote? Uh, Your freestyle sessions? Can you do them? I suppose that in the future that will get better planned. But rap chat Gohan Junior. And okay. Instagram, EJMJ27. Mm-hmm. And the idea is learning from somebody who does things like you. You're a man of action. So this will grow into something else that I have conceptions for. Okay. And I'm grateful. So thank you, brother. So y'all go subscribe. Run my man numbers up. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you again on the next one. A one and a two. And uh, peace. Peace.